RadioInfluence.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt indeed. Another fine episode of Talking Schmutz. We have a elite panel. The one we got my dog, Bimo Mike, as always. What up, what up? And uh, why don't you bring in our guests? Well, we have the uh, the amazing duo in the house. Mm-hmm. First up, we got DJ Skilo the Don is in the house. Skilo is in the house represent, representing the sinister syndicate. Yes. Thank My you for brother me. from another mother's in the house. We also have the elaborate, the immaculate, mm. formerly known as rival, also known as the photographer. And a damn Tampa great Bay. one, too. My man. Rob. Yeah. Paulo's in the house. Put your hands together. Right. Hey, Rob, what up, what up, what up? Hell yeah. So I, doing, I, think, I, think should, I think we should give that round of applause to Skilo too. No doubt, man. Because <laughs> if anybody's busy, busy in the business, it's definitely Skilo, man. Yeah, man. Be more on the way here, though. We were talking about this yeah. guy's talent, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's completely like, all right, all right. The humble, right? Because Rob's got crazy talent no matter what he touches. But the, the humility that's with Rob is like, you want to tell him how dope he is. But what's he going to say? Nah, man, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. no doubt. And shutting shit down in every fucking Whew, format there fire. is. Thank but we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about the past. We're going to talk about the present. We're going to talk about what's coming up. We're going to talk about some schmutz. What do you think? Done deal. Let's do it. So, which one do you want to go first? <laughs> they, you know as they point at each For other. those that yeah. can't see, I pointed at him and he pointed at me. Yeah. <laughs> so, to start things off, we got both of you in the house. Yep. One of you didn't know that both of you was coming. So, we didn't tell Rob that Joey was coming. Just no. as a surprise. Just to make sure that the comfort was there. We got all fam in the building. Yeah, Jason There is a lot of history well. at this table. It's a Absolutely. lot of history. Oh, at this man. Table. Between no, man. the four of us, there's Absolutely. a lot, there's a lot yeah, of history. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of history a lot. here. Individually and collectively. <laughs> yes. So we're going to break down all of that. We're going to break down this dope-ass shirt that Joey's got on. We're going to break oh. down. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn gonna, right. And we also got a birthday boy in the house. So we're, cel- we're celebrating everything all at once just to get it out there. So That's, that's, tell that's me. you. That's me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first things first. How we doing, fellas? How's it going? Living the dream, man. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we got Rob in the house. He also did our... Um, our complete photo set for the podcast. So any photos that you see coming out of this podcast, it is definitely the man that's in the building. And then we also have Joey, my former radio compadre from 99 Jams in the house. We're going to talk about that history. Yes. So let's start with that. You want the, the honest to God truth. Like you are going to go full in. Let's talk full in about okay. 99 Jams um, and the history with that. Real quick. We can talk about anything on the podcast. Yeah, profanity the, and all. The, the, okay, I was gonna say that to be edited. <laughs> we love Tourette fuckery fits. and yeah. all. Yes, <laughs> so I can say fuck. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Twice. fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here. Right there, right then and there, um, it's different than when we had the radio show. Right. Some of the best times of my life were doing that radio show with you. Agreed. Agreed. Likewise. Um, there is a lot of politics when it comes to radio stations and radio shows, and I think that's kind of where we kind of had to dip out because we did it for about a solid year straight, and that was yeah. great. You know, we got to bring out cool people, have cool people. Yeah, you guys have great me. DJs. Appreciate you guys having me as that a guest. That video with us three oh, alone that is was one of hilarious. My favorites. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. hilarious. Oh, uh, I share it every year. Yeah. You already <laughs> <Every> know. <year. laughs> it's my memory. Yeah, yeah, like, in the background. Yeah. But some <laughs> yeah. of the best times of my life. And again, you know, things sometimes get political because, you know, no matter what it is, a church, a school, a radio station, it, it's a business. It's always a business. Mm-hmm. So always about f- the money. Always. 
So there's always things that need to be taken care of and things that are kind of put on to people. And I kind of feel like, you know, we had a great run, but things were getting a little overpowered and not in our favor of creativity. And underfunded. And underfunded. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but not going into too much of that. It was a great time. It, but- was, it was, it was, um, I mean, to break it down, I was leaving my day gig early to be there just to make it. And it was that, it was that much fun to the point where it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when it, when it first started out, it was like, Hey, I got this thing. I got to kind of leave at three, four, but I can't tell you what it is. And my boss is like, the fuck are you talking about? And then he's on his <laughs> way home and he hears me on the air. He's Yikes. like, come on, bro. <laughs> but they still, but let you roll with it. still let me roll with it. As a matter of fact, it became uh, a weekly cadence, like, you know, see you at three. And then I just, you know, I made up the hours and whatnot, but all that shit aside. But see, that's amazing on the fact of them allowing you to do that. A lot, because he was a loyal listener. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, you know, it didn't go very far. It was basically, basically like Southside St. Pete. It reached over a little bit of Tampa. Um, but the, re- the listeners are religious. Yeah. About yeah. Tuning in and like your people, my people, yeah. as well as the locals. Um, but again, it, it got really political. And come to find out, that's kind of the general radio consensus in, general. in radio. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, Pablo actually has got way more history with a lot of this stuff. <laughs> um, but it's a great time always. I mean, you get to meet, you know, a lot of people and have a lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely some, a lot of politics involved there. I agree. So, Rob. Yes, sir. We have some do's and don'ts. I may, I may, I may or may not cross some lines, but I'm going to keep my word. So okay. I'm not going to make you rap. Ah, God. However, Damn it, man. we are going to talk about the success that you have going on now because it's a lot going on, but I can't talk about the present and future without talking about the past. Right on. So you'll have to allow me, of course. Of course. So I'm going to start it out with a question. What do you miss about being an artist and what do you not miss about being an artist? that's a good that's a good question i'd have to say first and foremost what i miss most is performing Mm -hmm. um the process of writing with my brother who produced jay quest practicing with this guy doing shows with this guy you know skilo um what i don't miss i don't know i I what made you get out of it i've always wondered what it was what 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 uh did you have you an know, epiphany? You know that's what we're gonna ask. Yeah, yeah no, like, that's, like, no, that's, like, that's perfectly yeah, okay. Like, what what the fuck Straight happened? Up. Like what? So what, uh, so it was it was uh twenty the end of twenty seventeen. Right. Um, we had the Bar City Champs album release party, and to be quite honest, I had a huge expectation for what that. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but I had a huge expectation that this was gonna put us over the edge. You know, me and Shred coming together from Atlanta, um, and it didn't do half as well as I thought it was. Um, it was a little discouraging. I had a high expectation, which is my fault. I should have had an expectation on anything. No, um, no, that, that's that's art. No, I You're know. Supposed to have I, an expectation. I know, but yeah. as far as being in recovery in the way that we think, like true, yeah. that was his expectation. Let me just put that out there. Yeah, because the album release was off the chain. No, no, So what are you basing this on? The spins? Is that what it is? How it's many how many the, rotations? The, or? The, the the feedback. Um, the support mm-hmm. from it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people probably would have wanted just a rival album instead of a project because it was totally kind of different than what I had been putting out. But to say all that, I say uh, at the time I was getting ready to get married. Mm-hmm. I already had one kid. 
and after the honeymoon, she was pregnant. So yeah. we had another kid on the way. Damn, and you got some marksmanship. You got, yeah. Yeah. You got lifestyle <laughs> changes happening. Super, yeah. super, yeah. super sperm, bro. Every time. He was Listen, highly blessed. <laughs> every time that I, that I let yeah. every time that I let go, it happened. So. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, right. no. yeah. yeah, man. So um Weekend so all that all that all that was going on and like in that process, like I had got a camera. Mm-hmm. And that that started to become what was the first camera. Do you remember Nikon D D fifty six hundred? Nice. Yeah, and we bought it. We bought it just for the the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That was it. She bought it. She we wanted to buy it because we had a nice camera. And then the it obsession was started. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you posted the camera. Yeah, because at the time you were kind of kind of dabbling in a little bit of scratching and DJing. Yeah, just playing and around. And then you posted the camera, and I was like. Yeah, that's a better fit right there. Yeah. And, and I was so happy about that off. too. <laughs> because nobody wants these problems. Because <laughs> everybody knows, anybody that knows you knows that when you pick up a hobby, yeah. it's all in. He goes yeah. all in. All and in. we started scratching. I'm like, in. you can't scratch better than you can. And then he showed up to the scratch, like the the um the meetings with the syndic- with the sinister syndicate. Yep. And I'm like, yo, man, yeah. Rob got a little bit of talent. Yo, no <laughs> yeah, I saw man. But then, but then you got the camera. I got and then, the cam, and and it just the, that obsession started, and it was like, I was kind of like, okay, I've been doing this for like five, six years now. This didn't meet my expectation, at least at that point. Plus, part of it was I had a lot going on, family, marriage, um, another kid on the way. So I was like, man, I don't, I just don't know. Plus, I always had the thing. I know that people say it's not a big deal at the age, but I was like, I'm, I'm 45 now. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just felt like it just wasn't, it just, I had to go where the passion right. was taking me and it was into photography and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. Yo, you know I, I mean? saw, I saw a balloon, like from the in- infancy stages of it when I saw you start. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you can't like every time you're on Facebook, it's a photo of his, you know, and it's like, <laughs> and, and sometimes it's not even on his page. It'd be on like yeah. St. Pete pages, Tampa oh. pages. Like, damn, this, this motherfucker gets around. So you were one of my first, one of my first photos. And shoots, that was bro. a great shoot. And I, God damn, I need to do another one. It's, been it's, a minute. it's legit why we signed him to do ours. Yeah, absolutely. You can make Pablo look good. Yeah, I mean, shit. And, and <laughs> yeah, even God himself had a hard time with that one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but, and then, you know, and, uh, just Maria was just calling me now. Did stuff with Maria. You've done yep. stuff with Danny, Danny Vintage, one yep. of our people. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did all of the Shan- get, the the get the down whole, and get up. Yeah, every it, that every was like my together, thing yeah. in the beginning. That's how it started. I put in a lot of work. Get doing down that. was just you showing yep. up and practicing. Yep, and I, and that's I, hours. I, yeah, hours. He was yeah, there. and I, I got to be honest, like from a friend as well as a colleague at first. I was like, fuck, man, Rob's done. Because I remember talking to you and you were like, I think I'm done. I'm going to kick it on the photography kick and see where this goes. And I was like, nah, we'll see. It's probably like a phase. We'll see. And then you started doing like specific sets. And I was like, all right, I see it. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, I'm going to be real. I was a little mad at you like any other fan was because I I fuck with the Varsity Champs. You were mad. And I was was salty. (laughs) I was salty a little bit. I was like, Uh, because I I fucked with the Varsity Champs album. I I hosted that album release party. Heavy. I low-key submitted Fight Night to be on the next UFC game and was like corresponding with them to try to get y'all's track on there because I was like, yo. I'm going to get, yeah, you didn't even know this. I didn't know that. I'm going to get them back in. And I went back and forth with them, and they never released it that year until the following year, and it just kind of fell through. Wow. But I legit was trying I to get Fight, that, fight Night you. onto that because 
as far as I'm concerned, you may not feel that way, but I felt like varsity champs was another level of rival. Yeah. Because I feel like with shred, you had that moment of like competition bar for Mm -hmm. bar and you stepped your game up to a level that was like new and great. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to support it. But anyway, you go into photography and then you just kind of take over the game as usual and it was like a I don't su- know about hey. take over the game. I, I don't know, <laughs> no, man. man. It was like a hostile takeover, bro. Like, <laughs> right? This prick I took feel like every industry and just took the f over, I had, dog. I feel like even when when it came down to choosing a photographer for us, it was no choice. Yeah, no, that's that's the only name we brought up. I'd no have been choice. pissed, anyways. Just I know, so you know. that too. I was like, oh, yo, yeah, I go yeah. anywhere else. Rob is gonna kill me. He's gonna show up to the yeah. studio like, oh, you can't mess with fam, yeah. like, but. When it first started out, I was like, damn, man, I don't know. And I was kind of in the bucket with everybody else. And then you started showing up to the get down. You got your gear with you. You're all in. All in. There were other photographers in the building that did not show the same focus that you were showing at a free gig. With that being said, that was kind of when I started started to see the transition. Mm-hmm. I fully respect your decision, which is why I'm not going to make you rap tonight. I'm not going to put you <laughs> pressure on that. But I fully respect where you're going now. It's, it's a completely it. different Rob. And I gotta, I gotta say, where where you're at now, I feel like you made the right decision, man. I do as too. As hard as that is for me to say, it, it was a very, it well, was a very selfish motherfuckers. That's what it, it, well, it, it was. <laughs> so selfish, bro. It was a hard, it was a hard decision, and it was, it was, uh, it was kind of a sacrifice, yeah. if you will. Um, sure. You know, my, it was like more just like I gotta, I gotta. This this doesn't fit the lifestyle of a father raising two girls. Husband and and, and yes, I, and could I, it, I appreciate that. Could for it? Sure. Could it? Yes, it yeah. could. Could I have done it? It just it just wasn't feeling the way that it was, and it just felt like um, the photography was a better fit for for me and where I was at my, in my life. And I and I'm glad that I that I made that nice decision. cash cow for you. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> you hope so, a motherfucker. So here here's here's the thing, right? I I, I tell Rob he does so much because i also know what your daytime gig is and you're crazy skilled at that because i spent like what like three three hours at the shop with you that one day yeah now what you do as your as your day gig and i don't know if that's public or not but yeah um your Hell skills yeah, I'm plug that shit and and during the daytime right. let's do it it's crazy so you, you want to tell people vehicles, what your right? what your day gig is because I, I feel like nobody like, like a lot of people don't know that you're yeah yeah i do auto body and uh paint me and me and my dad are partners and it's uh shout out to pops man pop yeah that's my partner. Pops right is good people. Yeah. Yo, who was the last vehicle you worked on? <coughs> One of them was uh, Mama Skilo. Yeah. 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 My what? mom got in a car accident. I'm like, you already know. I'm like, you got to yep. contact him. And he took care of it. You're the man, man. Uh, yep. Damn right. So, so what's the flip side then? If we're talking about photography, what's something about photography that you like? And what what is the downside to photography that you that you don't like? Okay. The... What I love most about photography is being able to create something like basically painting a canvas, if you will, like thinking about a shot, like obsessing about a shot and like just putting it together in my head and then going out and doing it and then coming to life, you know, bringing that all together and um, even capturing people like all that stuff. Like I am 100 percent in the moment when I'm shooting. Facts. True story. It really, I really am like, it's just like, I don't even look at my phone and that, that tells me that like, I'm super in the moment. You know what I Dude, mean? Dude, the night you did our shoot, it was like, 
it was so on the zone. I felt like I had to like check myself to get more serious because yeah. I went in, I went into the photo shoot like my typical self, like it is what it is. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, and you know, like I know I sweat, I sweat like a bitch. So I brought like crazy changes of shirts. Hell and shit. yeah, like a six and, pack like, of tees. I was like, I'm gonna bring like four shirts and blah 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 blah. And I was like, Yo, I'm gonna change for this. And Rob was like, Yo, we gonna hit this angle. We gonna hit that. And he already scoped it out. He already had, he had already been downtown <laughs> yeah, for like what, an the hour terrain. before we got downtown. You like we're gonna terrain. hit this, hit that. And then after that, we got in the thing. He goes, and we had a certain timeline so he's very precise right. with the, he goes all right it's about uh 326 we have to be on central <laughs> it i don't i don't want to say it was a it was a shock or it was a surprise because if if i know anything as i know because i've hosted a couple shows that you've performed at i know how you are as an artist so i i should have expected that kind of like professionalism to carry over oh absolutely no but he, what i he's did not expect commit. was like you're full-blown photography. You know your lighting. You know your angles. It was not like, I didn't even have to give any feedback. You were just like, I got this right yeah. here, right now. All I had to do was tell you what, like two locations, and then you filled in the rest. Mm -hmm. That was honestly the that best was a photo great time, shoot though. It ever. was a good time, though. Good time. It was a good time. Man. And uh, so what I, you know, that's all the stuff that I like. I like to do that. I like to create. I like, I love to edit. Um, what I don't like is the pressure that I put on myself um, which is kind of a good thing, but like, do I match up to other photographers? You know, it's just that competition thing. It's just like, I always feel like I'm less than, and maybe that's why you think I'm so humble because I really don't think of myself like what you guys say. Well, that's good because it keeps you grounded because yeah, you does. don't want to have a, a grandiose sense of self because that, yeah. you know, eventually it comes to, to light. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like that stuff. Why don't we, for people that haven't seen your work, what, what are your socials? So uh, for like my Instagram mm -hmm. is Rob underscore Palo, P-A-L-O underscore photography, um, where I pu I've put in a lot of work on Instagram and, and all the followers that I have are organic. That page I, alone is insane. The, the never, shots are so clean. Like, I, oh man. You, I strive for that. Fog? The, the fog oh. shots? <laughs> Bro. Even like the you fire have, shot he when he gets Tampa behind you and he's like, like all right. Gotham. You have it looking like Gotham City. It's, it's we did amazing. the bus when we did the like even during my photo shoot we did the one on Central. We mm -hmm. caught the bus as it went by, like that moving shots money. Yeah, I love the the, 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 the trails and the spins he does. Trail master, yo, insane. Like, see, insane. he knows a little bit about it because he's insane. he's been dabbling with he's photography been dabbling. as well. We were talking about that, yeah. <clears throat> a little dibble dab. Uh, well, I I just want to say that I have gone out shooting with him and I've never seen him more in the moment than when he shoots. <laughs> yeah, and true. mind you, like. This guy, I love him. He's a perfectionist. So, like, everything has to be down to a T. And this is with anything in his life. Like, he is very organized, regiment, like, about it, 100% committed. Um, are you still working off your portfolio page, too, on Instagram, the Rob Port? Um, that, that really has not It's just the main page. Yeah, that's the main okay. page. So, uh, also, robhalo.com. You know, I do weddings, family Portrait. Good, because I was going to ask you, you do do weddings. Yeah, well, oh, wait, you I got me a oh, wedding, yeah, bro. Shit, I referred weddings to him. Yeah, and we, we actually <laughs> did. Yeah, know, we did a wedding together We recently. did a wedding together where he was the photographer and I was a DJ, and that was one of the best feelings ever yeah. because that is like future goals for, for us. Yeah, yeah already know. Um, already know. And then, and then the prints that you come up with, these the metal prints, can we talk about that? Yo, those, metal those are fucking that you make. fire. <laughs> it's so fire. detailed. Like, I don't know if you see one in person, but I went and got one, and I've seen his in person. So, like, it's not blurred it's, it's at all. Crazy. It's crazy. insane. Thank you, guys. Insane. Damn, right. So what, what, what kind of measurements are we talking about, about these these prints? It that depends are on, like, whatever somebody's size. But, like, I would say the, the, the size that is probably 
mid mid level and probably big enough for like you know a smaller wall or a wall like that. It's like twenty four by thirty six. It's like it's like sheet metal, aluminum. It's what? aluminum. It's they al- call it metal, like, but it's, it's like aluminum. A big print on a sheet of aluminum, and it's still high definition, which was super super. It almost to me. looks more high def than it would yeah, on your computer right. screen. Wow, and it's but it's insane. What was your largest though? Because I've seen you. The with largest people. I've done. Well, it's like uh, forty by sixty. Damn. Oh, that's a wall. That's a wall. Yeah, it's yeah. a wall. That's big. Yeah. Damn. And the clarity stays the same at that size. Yes. Even when you, I'll yeah. tell you, I, I'm very surprised. The shot I have in the pier, and I sold a couple of prints of that at 40 by 60, and it's a drone shot, which is not even like my regular full yeah. frame camera. Oh, this it, pricks in the air too now. You got drones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No drone masters over he, here. He's very good with the yeah. drone. Don't let him fool you. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. another I mean, one that good. would be humble. I'm leaving right for QS here. tomorrow. Please believe. Oh, you check are. Yeah, Wait, you my, are. Yeah. How long are you down there for? For a week. Oh, don't tell me you're going to. I'm going down Thursday. I'm DJing there Saturday Surprise, night. motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't tell you attention. True story. <laughs> I'm doing New Year's down there. They had to reschedule. God, you tell, got, you got your money. Um, I'm going solo. Let's link up. Tell them where you're DJing. Uh, oh, for, well, the Just people? what part? Just what part? Oh, um, uh, Shark Key. That's literally well, what, in the middle day? of where uh, you're I'm be. DJing Saturday, but I'm going down Thursday. My client... Um, my client booked me rooms, my room in June, in, uh, yeah, Thursday, starting Thursday. So I got to leave early Sunday. Okay. Well, I got a yacht. So let's, let's, let's link up. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, we got some. Yeah. Yeah. Generous. Yeah. We got Hey, Rob, bring your camera. Yo, man. I've already right seen pictures off. of the yachts, bro. Really? I'm, I'm turning 35, bro. I'm going all out. Ooh. So, so you're, you're going when? I'm leaving tomorrow. All right. I'm going to Miami both. tomorrow, then QS. All right, so I'll I'll meet you uh, Thursday night in Key West. Okay. We sh- why are we Deal. talking about this on air? All right, yeah, fuck. Yeah. All right, we'll oh. talk later. We're making it happen, people. Yeah, <laughs> hey, this, just so y'all know, I got bail money. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need it. Pick up like a supplemental insurance. Just just yeah, let y'all like know, a, I don't have bail money. I, I got, got, got lawyer on speed dial already. Yeah. So real talk. Um, but you already know that you better you not first, be fucking driving, bro. You already know you give it the first person I call. Yeah. Absolutely. Per usual. That's yeah. true. I can't that's believe true. you're going to be down a keyword. Oh, man, I'm fucking up. Everything happens for a reason. No doubt. And that's with everything. You know, like with me and him, like we've had great history together. Like we mm-hmm. had a great run. That we've opened we up for DMX, Black Sheep. Um, I mean, for, for all the old you want me to, people. You want me to keep run, going? Yeah, run the yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one. Karis. Uh, uh, okay, so let me just tell you that there was a few before you, so yep. I got to go in order because that's how I remember it. Souls of Mischief, Perfect. Mob Deep, mm-hmm. uh, The Alcoholics. Love Mob it. Deep Keys nope, performed for nope, that one, right? Nope. Uh, me and my buddy Paul. Okay. My, my buddy Paul. Which one did Keys do? Slick Rick and Rock Him. <sighs> Jealous. Wait, let me say that again. Right. Slick Rick and Rock Him. Damn right. Uh, Red Man and Met the Man. Didn't we do that together? No. We I was there. I was there. Maybe that's the one Keys did with me. Yeah, right? I was there, but... Uh, wow. D- DMX, The Locks, Hobson. DMX twice. Yeah, well, he didn't Love show Hobson. up to the first the, one. The first one, I was there. Uh, the first DMX. DMX. I for- and y'all killed it that night to the point where when they announced that DMX wasn't coming, everybody was like... And we kind of I basically headlined that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like headline. Headline. we headlined that. Yeah. He so. was the last performer for that show. Right. And then they announced, hey, DMX couldn't make his plane. You know, he's not going to be coming. And everybody was like, we all know the real situation. Coming. He's you in know the crack house. Yeah. 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 Unfortunate. Um, you know, rest in peace. But, yeah. you know, the, he obviously had some issues. Um, then they rescheduled us for, I think that was like the end of the, the one it was year. January. It was in January. It was November and then it was January. Then January was the actual show. I still got the posters on the wall. Yeah. 
Oh, so do I. <laughs> that so was I. that was um, Janice, right? Janice yeah. for both, right? Yep. Now, who who opened for that show? It was I know you. it was uh, I think Infinite. Yeah, it was Infinite. And maybe that's what uh, I was thinking about. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think Am I Am and Presidente that too. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, I think Gomez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was us. That shout out okay. to Infinite Skills too, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Gomez because Presidente, I've had a couple shows with him, and he's always professional, always yeah. on time. He's already Good got dude. everything to go. Good dude. Straight like up you cat. never have to worry about. Very Presidente. orchestrated. Yeah. Matter Very of fact, things. speaking yeah. of Rakim, I went to a show in Times Square to see Rakim, and it was um, mm. Rakim. Uh, shit, it was so many people on that line. It was Rakim, Feral Monch, um, who else? Um, Drez from Black Sheep and then a couple other people open and I'm walking through Times Square and I see this light-skinned dude walking by with some Tims and I was like, yo, dude looks familiar. And I yell out, Presidente! And Gomez turns around. Me <laughs> and there. To the Rakim show. Wow. And like up. literally we're standing like 10 feet of from all each cities. other. Like, <laughs> whole world. Like, Rakim's my top five. World, man. That's, uh, and he's he's got to be on the Rushmore. I mean, killed yeah. it. He's got to be on the Rushmore. Anybody that says he's not at least in your top 10 is lying. You know what? Let's sucks. ask you that. Let's let's see where your heads are at on this. And in no particular order. Ooh. What are your uh, dramas? Yeah, your your uh, top five. <laughs> uh, I already know Joey's. You already know. I already know Joey's top five. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's. Oh, you want to do ten? You no, do I don't want to go down. The, I mean, there's just too many artists that I'm like. Mm -hmm. um, Give a couple. I mean, no, let's not, let's make that a better the question. Who are, your, have who, to who are your who are your influences okay. when you are an artist? Who's yeah, your main influences? Sure. I like that. And I want to see if I get them right. Nas, mm -hmm. right? Um, I I was a huge fan of Jay Z. Mm -hmm. Got to be. Um, I'm a huge fan of Most Def. Mm. And you know, even Black Star. Yeah, but I like I like Most Def more. I like Most Def more. Um, I think right now somebody for me and it, because my style has changed and all that, but I really really like Dave East. No shit. I do. Wow, a lot. There you go. I really, wow, that's a surprise. It's, it's I really like that. voice. I, it's uh, it's his cadence. It's yeah, his flow. Yeah. It's I mean it's Chills. it's his voice. The way he the way he 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 does like I, I fuck with him. Um, Biggie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Um, did you like Davey? Did you see the Wu Tang show? Did you like Dave Easton? I didn't. Uh, I don't really watch a lot of, of TV, man. I don't or you know YouTube or HBO, whatever. Like. If I'm watching something, it's probably a tutorial on how to do he, something. I mean, he plays. He plays <laughs> <laughs> I use my he, time. He plays wisely, man in the show, and I gotta say, he does. He does a decent job. At first, I was like, I don't know. I mean, how are you gonna play math? But he he does a decent job. And as far as the mixtape circuit, I mean, Dave's been killing it for yeah. a grip. But that big I went to his DJ yeah. too, Scram Jones. Scram, Scram Jones. Ooh, oh, God damn. Yeah. Love some Scram Jones. I mean, Blueprint is one of my favorite artists. And I know a lot of people don't know who he is. You put is, me but, on the Blueprint. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I was rocking his uh, his hoodie to the uh, the Super Duty Tough Work. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. I opened up for him like three times. Yeah, man, pr so. production and lyrics. Yeah. Everything. He's the first artist I've ever seen in a set. Bust out a guitar and, and hip hop and a and, trombone and a trombone. Oh wow! And kill it. And mm -hmm. I, and it wasn't. A, it was never a moment of being like. I never even knew there was a such thing. Corny. It was, was a guitar. So, yeah, no. I never even yeah. knew that. He yeah. took his straight eighties <laughs> and was like, "You'll have to excuse me, but I'm gonna hit you guys with a little and bust it." Yo, how many guitar. people know how to play a fucking guitar? That's hilarious. And then you're just like, "What the hell was going on?" And then he busts out the trombone, and it's just he, he's an artist. Yeah, to the core. Absolutely. And arguably one of the most humble people I've met. Period. Like, yeah, you'll in, tell in him person. that he's great, and he'll just be like, "Nah, man, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do what just I can." Just like you, 
I'm just that, like, you that's, know, that's it. That's it. I'm exactly everyday like dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to do what I can. And then, you know, if you like, it, you like, it, and you don't, you don't. The first time, like, cause I was just getting my feet wet in, in the, like the hip hop game and like, mm -hmm. you know, just going to shows and like, just trying to soak it all in. And, uh, I saw him perform, man. And I was just like, I want to, I want to do that. Yes. Exactly what he like. So that's where a lot of my stage presence came from was watching him. And I was like, okay, that's, that's how we're going to do it. So, as as an artist, I got to say a huge part of you as an artist is your voice, right? As far as delivery, your voice is what caught me first mm -hmm. as a fan. Your cadence is what caught me second. Okay. So as far as your voice delivery, who do you feel like was a good influence for you? Because I have a couple guesses. And um, then your cadence and like how you really settle into the pocket. How do you feel like, who would you compare yourself to? Mm. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't like because when you ask, when you ask when you ask an he's artist, so that, humble, bro. It's asking, right because he's so humble. He does. It's hard to compare yourself. But so all right, let's just stick let me, with let voice. me just let me just tell you about the voice first, right? Um, when I first started out, now so like you know when I came into the game, like it was, I was already kind of old or whatever, and I had done stuff you know periodically throughout time. So like when I first started out freestyling and all that stuff, like I had no voice. I hated my voice. You know how some people when they hear themselves recorded, they're like, I don't like the way I sound. I still do. I yeah. That's how it was. So like <laughs> it was something that I had to work on and embrace. Like my voice just kind of came, right? Um so if I had to say like like somebody's I I'll tell you what people have told me who who my voice has sounded like. I've heard a lot like and this is totally just what they said i'm not saying that i'm up there with them or anything but like some people said red man mm -hmm. some people have said pun mm -hmm. and some people uh a little bit like a, a slightly black thought but i didn't i didn't really agree with that so that that that's what i that, that i've been told do you want to know my my two artists if i had to break it down off of how i feel about you where i would put you between a mix of two artists is i would mix you between krs and pun Really, voice from KRS. Wow. Okay, pun Ooh. from Cadence. Good wow. lord! And Jesus. the reason why is because I've been kind of on a pun and KRS kick. This prick's gonna come out of retirement this week. Well. And I tell you, <laughs> yeah, right? I see it. When, 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 I, when I say that, it's <laughs> like, like when I now. listen to, especially the Bar City album, mm -hmm. is where I, f I really feel pun. Right, like I feel like your your double time on that album was like. It was new. Like you, you double time on previous albums, but mm -hmm. on this one, like, you know, Shrek kicks it a little faster. Mm -hmm. So you had to kind of like step your cadence up a yep. little bit. And I feel like you were worried about that album, but I feel like you stepped it up to a whole new realm. Mm. And I got to say that that, that alone is why I just felt honored to even be a part of that because your, your development there, whether you feel like that album was a letdown or even mm -hmm. a quote unquote failure in your eyes, it wasn't right. You stepped your game up to a that. whole new level. Thank and you. I just want to make sure that you get your roses as far as your music is concerned, mm -hmm. because I know you're done. Oh yeah. And I think about it a lot. I get I know. it. I do. <laughs> I know. I do, man. But I we, do. We just want to make sure that you get your roses as far as like Tampa Bay is concerned that you get your roses because what you were doing in the Bay overall you killing it, man. Like, look, right. look, look at your following alone. You're following like half my friends on Facebook is your fucking can, following. Can we talk about his following when I it's first insane. met him? Can, can I talk insane. about that real, just real quick? It's a quick story, I promise. <laughs> so I initially met Rob because I did CD duplication. Mm -hmm. And he said, I need CDs getting done. So he, he contacted me. I got the CDs done for, for him for a show. And he's like, here's a ticket to Janice. I'm going to be performing. 
Um, and I feel like it was a homegrown hip hop event that Infinite was putting on. It was there. Cool. It was at I'll the be state, there. It was at I'll the be- State Theater. It wasn't Janice. Just so you know, that's not how I remember. I remember another homegrown, <laughs> no, another homegrown, one. The first one, there was another a- one. But the first time I seen another you one. was at Janice. I don't know what concert was it. It was at Janice. I'm gonna disagree. Okay. Well, either so way, you know, either way, whatever, whatever venue it was, when I showed up, there was 200 individuals wearing a rival T-shirt. Right. Yeah. I didn't. Right. Know, I didn't know of him. It was the state Mind theater. you, he was a complete stranger to me at this point. And the moment I saw that, and I saw how many people had legions. Support. What did I ask you after the show? What did I ask you after that show? Yes, you need a DJ? a DJ? Exactly. <laughs> I said, did you need a DJ? Yeah. That would my question. I'm like, because I'm like, yo, I, if all these people support you, that's say no more. Right. And I saw him perform. And I'm like, dude, like you're lyrically talented. Your song production's amazing. You have the fan base. You have everything that a local could possibly want. You are perfectly set up. All you need is a DJ. I'm like. We ran it from there. And then, yeah, that from, that, from that point on, probably it was a, probably at least a three-year stint. That yeah. we did. Three to Damn four years. Right. The yeah. first time I saw you live was at Janice. I feel like it may have been that first DMX show was one of the first times where I saw you in front of a big crowd. And I remember showing up to another show before that, and I feel like it might have been at like um, Fubar or 662. Yep, I've and seen it was you a at smaller Fubar. crowd, and I saw like rival shirts, and I was like, okay, you got a following. But when we went to Janice, and <laughs> you were like, yo, I'm performing at Janice, I'm opening up for DMX. You know, blase, blah, show up, I'm in line. Everybody in line got on a rival shirt but me. God Every damn. single Nobody person. Nobody had on a DMX shirt. <laughs> Everybody had on a rival shirt. I was, very I was blessed, like, man. yo, very man. Blessed. And I, I shook your hand. I was like, yo, man, I'm here. And you were like, yo, thanks for coming out. And I was like, yo, man, everybody's wearing the same shirt. What's the deal with that? And you were like, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and I mean, there's like 200 individuals. Then he had his album release party. How many people were at the album release party? <laughs> 206. Stacked. Yeah. They were Stacked. all for there for him. At the 910. Yeah. yeah. And this was like a, like a whole art yeah. warehouse type of thing. Yeah. And he literally had that thing. I mean, that was one of the best nights of my life. Sure. Dean lie, but can that bitch. But I'll never forget there was a group photo <laughs> group of us photo. all outside. <laughs> and you literally ridiculous. every single person that was there was in that group shirt. photo outside. Yeah. yeah. How much were how much were t-shirts going for? Um, 15, 20? Yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah, at that time it was fifteen. I was yeah. making should have been thirty. <laughs> I have, I have more. Been thirty. I may have. I, at one point, I had just as many rival shirts as I had shirts that say "Be More" on it. Damn. Like, and uh, I mean, yeah. If I you're looking do. at my shirt right now, like everything what, I have has "Be More" written on it's it. Hard to, it's hard. I have a whole like I have at least twenty five t shirts. You know, variety of them. But yeah. I'm just like we're talking tank can't tops, get t-shirts. Go, go outside what? right now. No, it ain't on there. And you'll no, <laughs> no, you'll see homeless people with his shirt. Oh on shit, and yeah. with, his, with his hoodies. Yeah, I'm not lying. You go outside right now, walk in these streets, and you'll see out. somebody with a rival hoodie or t-shirt. That's how far Brilliant this stuff has marketing. gone. Yeah. We were we were, we were very reach. very lucky, very yeah. blessed. So let me let me ask you, humble motherfuckers. I love it. When we did the varsity album release, right? Mm-hmm. And we did it at um I'm sorry, but the location slips and what's, what's the, the name? Terra Nova Club. Terra Nova. I always always mess up the name. At Terra Nova, we do that. Now which we is do not that, really a venue. Which is not a venue. <laughs> we pull that off. Now Somehow. I don't I don't I don't remember the specific head count, but we filled that place. Mm-hmm. We're talking no bar, no alcohol. no food, no alcohol. no real outside influence to come but the music right mm-hmm. because 
Behind the bar, we're talking sodas. We're talking Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> I remember stopping at the store, refilling the Red Bull myself, and it was just like everybody came for the music. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first nights where I felt like I don't know how we're going to pull this off without a bar, and we pulled it off. And not only that, but everybody talked about it for months. So you got to know that it was just the music that made that show. That's that's easily one of my favorite shows that's ever happened in Tampa Bay. Not off of just because everybody I know was in the show, but because the music and the love for just the art itself that night Mm -hmm. was, it was all love. You could just feel it. The second that you walked into that building, you knew it. Everybody was there for the music and nothing else. And you curated the shit out of that show. I I did everything I could, boy. There you go. Yo. (laughs) Yo, like when we, I remember me and you being on a call. And you telling me, uh, you know, we want to do the album release. And we did a couple venues. And every venue we looked at just couldn't support the numbers that we were doing. And then you hit me up and you were like, yo, be more. I'm thinking about doing, uh, I'm thinking about doing Terra Nova. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, what are we talking about with like, you know, concessions and whatnot? And you were just like, well, it's going to be kind of a drive in. And I had my hesitations. I showed up early to help out, but I had my hesitations. I'm going to be real. And I got to be wrong. I got to be real. I was wrong. Like, Everybody that showed up, showed up full, ready, dialed in. Everybody was participating. Everybody was on time. They were there the whole night, the too. Whole the night. whole night. Nobody left from doors open to thank you and good night. Because there's mm-hmm. openers, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Four or five openers. Yeah. And I got to say, every opener killed it. Shout out to uh, Blue JD. Shout out to Queen, who murdered it. Shout oh, out to Queen everybody that Hagen. opened it. Hagen, Hagen murdered it. I've who I Hagen. ran into at oh, a show uh, on Tampa. Uh, Foundation, DJ Foundation and, and Hurley. I remember that. Murdered it. The whole I was here for that. The <laughs> entire party. Insane. So I, I gotta say, right off of that, just just to wrap up like, you know, your your music aspect, to throw a show in today's environment, to throw a clean show at that is almost unheard of, right? When you do a show, you have to have some sort of a and balance. Still had the cult like following show up. Right. You gotta and, fucking and I, I gotta say it's it's it hasn't been seen since where somebody has put together a show of that size. Well, it's also harder too because a lot of the venues have closed down. Mm. Gone. A lot of the local. Yeah, I know. A lot of them. Yeah, which sucks. So for me, as a person that throws shows down here, I don't have a venue left because no. my last venue was Iberian Rooster. Gone. Oh, that was a good. I'm one looking too. at it like I got out at the right time. Yeah, <laughs> right? it, it everything looks is like in it. Tampa now, and everything's mm-hmm. in Sarasota. So, I mean, as as a DJ, Joey, how do you feel about? The changes in St. Pete, is that is that affecting you? Well, the crazy part is I lived here my whole life, so I've seen the changes consistently, like, throughout. It's gentrification at its best. Like, you see people getting pushed out, and you see certain things. You have to learn to adapt and overcome. You have to learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the biggest thing, because I was a lone wolf for probably almost 10 years. I mean, me and Pives go back way, yeah. way back, way, like, over 10 years. Yeah. And there was a point in time where, like, it was basically every man for himself. Right. <laughs> dog eats dog. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's only a limited amount of gigs, and you got to do what you got to do. Sure. And that's that's what we were brought into this climate and, and situation. Um, but then as time goes on, you have to learn, like, constantly. Every year, every actually three months, you really should revisit and realign your goals, realign your entire life. Every 90 days, go through, figure out what it is you want, what makes you happy, and what you can do to utilize that more, you know, especially in your daily work environment. Because why are you working for a job that you hate? Mm. So <laughs> now I've been doing this for about 15 Preach. years. I'm just now 
I guess I can make the announcement here. I'm actually gonna be a full time DJing. Do it. <clears throat> no, say, say, say that full energy like hopefully you did in next the car. month. Because really? I work at a medical clinic during the week, and I've been doing that for like ten years. But wait, what kind of medical clinic? <laughs> no, uh, no, I can't help you out, bro. No, no, no as no, a general I'm, practitioner. I'm, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> if there's anything special, though, you know, I got you. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm um, just kidding. No, I'm good there. Anyway. But uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm getting away from that, and then it's going to be announced soon, which the people inside know. But I'm becoming streetlays, so yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I got the intel. I'm like, you got the intel on that. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course, it fits. Yeah. I've been yeah. on it for years. Fits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I should have been put on, you know, a long time ago. I have zero to do with that. Um, I mean. I'm glad you're a part of it. No, and, I, and, they it's always, good. They always and that's what I always try to do. I try to align, my align myself with people that are in the same type of situation or mm -hmm. goals or missions that I want to achieve. Um, that's why I align myself with Rival, you know, with Rival initially, and why we still kick it. Like we're best friends. Like when he goes out shooting, I love to go out shooting. I said photography. I a photo shoot. Photography. Photography. Uh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, we're just lighting it up on the south side. Yeah. When he goes out busting caps, I go out busting caps. I got his back for whatever. Hence yeah. the, okay. the boys in the hood t shirt. On. I, I literally am wearing south a boys Central in the hood Avenue. South Central t shirt right now. South Central Avenue. I'm, I'm yeah. not really, you know, in the best shape, you know, as far as what I'm looking like right now. But. <laughs> Um, no, I always got his back, but it's just crazy how things have evolved and you got to keep going with what you want. Mm -hmm. And that's why I congratulate him because like, you know, he was an artist, he was killing it. He was amazing. He had so much support, but when you love something, you find something that's a passion that you can actually put into your life and make money and lucrative money and make, I mean, he, for the moment that he came out doing photography, this is all gonna be about him, by the way, um, <laughs> fire, you know, like the, 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 it was all great photos. It was high end photo photography. Yeah. Now it's superior photography. Yeah. Come on, bro. Um, and then <laughs> the trick nah, shots. Nah, man. No, come now come getting, on, bro. No, like, like, I'm not even going to look at him while I talk Yeah, like, come like, on, bro. Like the trick shots. Like there's a lot that goes into certain things. Like when I went out shooting with him one time, he's like, look, man, I got this idea. It's going to be with your Dodge Durango. Oh, yeah. I'm like, great. Here we go. He's like, we might have to do some things. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know. I have to run some red lights and stuff, but um, we were downtown shooting this shot probably for about t an hour or two easily. Probably uh, 45 minutes to an hour. But the fact that he would go over and over until it was perfect. And the fact that a lot of people don't see the photography end of the editing, because right. he does a lot of weddings. He does a lot of, of ports. He does a lot of street photography. No one sees the outside perspective of that when he's editing. The follow up. I've seen a little bit of it and it scares me. He is so into it <laughs> i mean he will literally spend hours on a photo to make it right and that is something i've never seen in any type of individual in any type of scenario um so i just want to give him props on that I appreciate when that. i when i tell you when he did our photo shoot he would show us the initial shot like in the viewfinder and i'd be yeah. like yo that's ill and then like he was like i'm gonna do some editing and two days later he sends me like a rough draft and he's like I don't know about the lighting. I might, I might, I might make it a little lighter. And I'm looking at this shit like, dude, I look like I'm from a fucking Marvel movie. What is he talking about? I look like Black Panther in this shit. And he's talking about, nah. Well, that's kind of cool, though. I don't know. And like the 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 ideas that I had, I I truly appreciate how you took the artistic, the art the artistic like step forward to go. All right, so I found this mural i feel like you guys will look great in front of that because there's a couple shots <gasps> that a big lot of shots Tupac one. Oh mm, my god uh, that's a great shot yo the murals I, you I was five like, minutes away i didn't even know that mural yeah, he was found there. the location he was just like meet me here yep. I, one I, of the best I photos tell you yeah. i drive past the street 
Shout out to Derek Donnelly. Six times a week. Never knew. Yeah, credit to him. Yeah. We, we and and shout, out, shout out to Donnelly. And because thankfully, like, there's a huge art scene in this yeah, area. Absolutely. He is one of the main people. And I want to get him on this show so bad. Oh, we, like, we have a few. Him, like, uh, the Vitaly brothers, oh, Matt Cress. Like, and Matt that's, Kress, that's who I think you should get Zulu Painter, man. Zulu is so ill. He's like good, everything he does on South Side super, is just super so humble. underrated. Yeah, super super humble. He did a battle with Derek um, at a brewery downtown. That was recent, did, like, right? A live paint, like yeah. like him and a and a partner, and then Derek and a partner did like a live mural. Uh, kind of art battle, and it was one of the dopest things that's happened in St. Pete. That's and I cool. feel like they need to keep doing that just mm-hmm. to keep the art alive. Yeah. But as far as like finding actual locations for the shooting, you killed it, bro. Like I, I feel like I, I sent you maybe like three locations, and you were like, "Bet this is what they expect," and you built off of that. I didn't even have to do any work. Like I felt like I just had to show up and just attempt to look pretty. That's how. It <laughs> like, that's kind of how it should be, though. Oh, I did. Yeah. Someone. And and I didn't. I didn't have that expectation because I didn't. I hadn't worked with you before. I've worked with other photographers where that is the expectation and it falls through. And 100%, you delivered, bro. And the fact Appreciate that he's that. a local, he's been in this area forever. He like, already he knows. knows. I just he had to jump in the van. We, I just uh, had to jump in the van. <laughs> jump in the van. That's what he says to me. He's like, jump in the, the van. van. Yep. He was like, yo, just park your car. We're going to jump in the van. And like yep. anybody that knows yep. me, I'm going to drive myself. And eventually he was like, no, Mike, just get in the van. And like, I'm just riding and taking Always shots. And it, went, it went fucking fantastic. Well, yeah, it was cool. We were in Tampa and it was... Um, I was doing a shoot with Maria, yeah. and and obviously Rob was was uh, getting you know capturing the footage, and we were on where we were where was that? It was by University of Tampa. What were we talking about? The well, we were on tracks? the bridge. Yeah, we were on the railroad track, Cat Street Bridge, and there's Cat Street Bridge there, and well, cops came up and they're like, uh, "You guys can't be here." And they're, oh, because it was right before the Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, it was Super Bowl weekend when we were. Uh, taking those shots matter of fact it's like a year ago almost uh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. As, of, as of like yeah as of last week or something uh and their cops came up and they're like what are you guys doing you know and then i think we just sent maria to talk to the donut squad well we had already spun yeah so we already caught wolf. that shot yeah, yeah. Uh, which is an amazing shot what's the what do you what do you call that shot it's, it's steel wolf photography steel wolf photography can, can you can i explain it sure go ahead no, I mean you. No, you want me to explain it? Yeah. Okay. So basically, if 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 you've ever seen any of my stuff, it looks like there's a ring of fire. Love or that. You say fire, but it's, it's sparks. It's literally putting steel wool in a whisk, and you have a string tied. I knew we were going to talk about this as well. Yeah, a string tied <laughs> to the whisk. It's a phenomenal shot. You light the steel wool, and you spin it, and the shutter stays open. It's a long exposure. It stays open for about six seconds, and it captures the movement of the spin. And it and adds then the that ring. Of, yeah. So you see all the sparks, so and that's dope. what... I've, I mean, I just, that's my favorite thing to photograph. Never yeah. seen it. I, I haven't either until. Like when, when, when you see the shot, mm-hmm. that's not how you imagine how it takes place. Right. So when you were like. you got to experience it. Bro. Because right? like, you had to hide. To be like, honest, you had to get I right had like three us. coffees and I'm all jittery. And he's like, hold still for like seven seconds. You're I'm like, fuck. Like, I know. I you guys did like good though. Yeah. Uh, oh, but the you. shot came out fantastic. Yeah. We look like we're on the cover of a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. It was, yeah, it, you're coming so, through a portal. Right. You're doing. coming through a portal. Like. Yeah. And he's, and you, you go into it with an expectation of like, all right, I'm gonna get these 12 shots of us in front of a couple murals and that's it. And he's like, yo, I got this for you. I got that. And then also the bus is coming. So if you just hold still, I'm gonna catch this trail shot. And it's like a, a trail shot of a bus leading up to me and Pops on central. Right. That timing couldn't have worked out better. The like best we thing just you could so do get is get there. a photo with him when a bus is coming by. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna be like. Yo, hold on, hold on. And the bus driver was like, the fuck are y'all doing? Like, I stopped here. And we're like, hold that. 
<laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you. I love <laughs> like, the trails too, man. So trails great. and steel walls, like yeah, those God, those are great Sick. shots. My thing, man. So you you you've got your style. Mm-hmm. You have literally, and and I don't I don't I don't want to say an iconic style because you don't want me to say that. But you have you you legit have a style that's definitely recognizable now. You have a following. You've been posted on a couple of pages as far as Tampa and St. Pete is concerned. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself going with photography? Like, what's the next step? Mm, the next step for sure. So uh, literally January 15th is like my photography date. It's been mm. four years. Um, I've done, I feel like I've done a lot in four years. Like, especially like when I started out, like I didn't know a thing. Or 15,000 followers already. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's I can't, I can't so, so humble. I'll be talking so much shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll no. be walking through here like Kanye. So can I ask you something? Did you get more followers through hip hop? With your photography. Oh, photography. Photography, right? But, well, as far as Instagram yeah. is concerned. Right, because it's a broader window, though. I mean, because you're going to have, you know, people. But not, I didn't not grind, everyone's I didn't, hip-hop. I didn't grind on Instagram like like with the hip-hop that I, than I did because really Instagram is more, of, at least the way I looked at it, was like more of like. Imagery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is what it is. And like I, I, I figured out the culture and I was like, okay, this is what we got to do. We got to post two, three times a day. That's what I did in the beginning. Two, three times a day. I got to engage, like, comment, post on other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how I built, you know, my following. following. And, you know, just with the community of Instagram of photographers, are, it's it's really cool. So from your music world, how is that transferred? Like, are you getting, I know I'm a, I know I'm a return, quote unquote, customer as far mm-hmm. as your photography is concerned. But are you having like a, a good little transfer of like people from your music background into yeah, photography? Yeah, or is it just- I would say, I would say, I, I don't want to, not a hundred percent, that's for sure. I would say probably... 30, 40% as far as like it's still, it's still good. It's still good. It's just, it wasn't, and I knew, I knew once I made that transition, like I didn't have an expectation, (laughs) go figure that, you know, people would support me the way they did with rival. Cause it's totally different. People connected to me as a person through my, my lyrics and you know, the message that I was portraying. So I knew that it wasn't going to be the same, but, but definitely, you know, starting out, as a photographer, not knowing how to do anything, but coming in like I did with, with the hip hop, with people already supporting me, you know, yeah. you know, so that's, well, I mean, with your music to put it out there, your, your music has a lot to do with your recovery. Absolutely. And you, a lot of your following is also came from within recovery. that world. Absolutely. So do you, do you, do you, I don't want to word this. Do you feel when, when, with your music, I feel like a lot of people identified with your music. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're still getting that same support? And also as, as far as what I consider a leader in that community, do you feel like you're still kind of like, I don't know, able to, to, with your followers, are you able to still deliver like a little bit of a a word as far as that community? Because your delivery for your music had a lot to do with that, but your photography, it's a completely different. So it's totally, are you still, fully involved like 100% know that you are but how, how does that transition for you is that a different world as it's, far it's, as I'm it's, di- it's different it's different because the 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 people can't resonate with the photo as much as they can as like the music and the lyrics yeah and like some like sometimes I'll post a photo and they'll have like some feeling or some emotion or you know something or I'll make a, a dope quote or something to go along with it and then people can connect it with it that way but it's definitely it's two different things yeah it's definitely two different things but I do have a a lot of support from the, some of the same people for sure. Absolutely. Granted, he's been like one of the main role models. Facts. <laughs> like a lot. Facts. Like, he's gonna be humble. So that's why I came on the show. I'm basically like his his cheerleader over here. 
But he's got a lot of people in his corner that really support him just because of the person that he is True. and what he's been through. And we are we are definitely three of them. Yeah, facts. Absolutely. Facts. So absolutely, absolutely. Like you said I, in the beginning, again, a lot like, of a lot of fucking history here. A, a lot, lot of history. Now, how how long have you guys been friends? So I'd say what twenty thirteen. Yeah. 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 So well, that I mean, it has to be like it has to be. Because I did it's home. Just, you know, like literally from the moment that you asked about those CDs, like that was we would never stop communication from that day forward. Right. It was 2013. Wow. And, and it, I think I started hanging with you guys around 2014, 2015. Yeah. 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 Because my, my first show was the one that we did at Crowbar. Wow. Um, damn. I can wow. It was uh, Legions wow. of Doom, Legions was it? Of Legions of Doom at Crowbar. Yeah. Oh that was my first show in Tampa. I did Tampa, that show. And yeah. you did that show. We did that show. Yeah, that, that's initially that when we, we we made the Sinister Six DJs. And right. I'm like, oh, how can we do that with hip hop artists? I'm like, that'd be so cool, the Legion of Doom. Right. Which yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we had. We had it was yeah, great oh. Blue JD, DeBron Kane. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> we had you. We had Rival Tone. Um, Tone. Who Tone else Capone. was Yeah. Was President Oh, wait, what's his name? M. West. Uh, wasn't he part of that M West Media? That guy? Uh, I think yep. for visuals. Okay, it was it was so many people on that list. It Kel, was it was a was great Kel, show. It was a, I have. All right, I stole something from you, and I got to be honest. So fuck out. You have here. a couple. You <laughs> had a couple <laughs> posts uh -oh. at home. Uh -oh. You have a couple uh -oh. posts at home, and in the background, you got all of your show posters on the wall. Yeah. And I thought that was so dope because it's a whole wall like a collage of every show you've ever done, and I was like, yo, that is ill. You talking about his house? Yeah, yeah. And I, I've never yeah, been. No, I've cool never scene. been to his house, but I saw it in the background. I was like, "Yo, that is so ill." So I stole that shit. So going down the hall of my house is every show that I've ever hosted. Oh, and I gotta say, on the record, thank you too for both putting me on in the bay because without Skilo and Rival, I wouldn't have been put on. My first show, The Legions of Doom, was my first, and we kind of did a couple shows from there right. on. Yeah, and that led up to the Varsity Champs release, mm -hmm. and then I did a couple shows on my own at um, Iberian. And I got to say, working with other artists compared to working with you guys, <sighs> bruh, like <laughs> you guys are on time. You guys are already set up when people get there. That ain't always the case, and people don't understand that. It's a level of professionalism, right? This coming from a motherfucker that was late today. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, first time no, ever. No, I'm no, late. No, the dude no, who's no, always no, late no, is no, laughing. No, 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 me and Jason be looking it's out the, the window. It's the one time like, I got the opportunity to break time he gets to talk shit, I, but I brought coffee. I the, brought the coffee. The worst part is Pablo is sitting here just looking at us like, where are you? Where have you been? But, like, I got to say, as far as professionalism, it doesn't get much better than what is in this room right now. Well, and that's what will cure you too. Like yeah. over the years, like that's been a lot of slip ups with other people. Period. We we talked about this actually Ugh. on our way here. Yeah. About airing dirty laundry. Yeah. About putting things on social. About putting things out there. You always gotta bite the bullet. You always yeah. gotta take the high road. You always gotta put out positivity, not negativity. <laughs> well. No one should ever know your bad side. Publicly. People don't know my bad side Publicly. for the most part. This guy sitting right next to me, he knows every bad thing I've ever done in my entire life. This guy has been, like, <laughs> since I met him, my it's best. It's a list. I mean, literally, like. We all got a couple yeah. lists. Uh, yeah. We all got a list. Uh, I got a laundry list. <laughs> I mean, the fact that even my parents have his phone number just in case, you know, anything. like. But it just goes to show, like, you got to keep a good unit. You got to be professional. You got to be on time. You got to keep that shit up day in, day out, year in, year out. Because anything that you do will be, it's just like the court law, will be used against you. And time is no a factor when it comes to that. Like you'll, people bring up shit that happened ten years ago. Mm -hmm. 
You oh, know? please. I get destroyed for <clears throat> shit I did a decade ago still. So. He gets destroyed for Wait, shit he did not, yesterday. Uh, we're not going to talk about us 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> or us even a year ago. I don't want to talk about me 10 years ago. Yeah. You already know. And that's, see, that's, that's why we're so proud of you. Because considering the timeline, and I, I don't want to go, you know, too far back, but considering the timeline, you got to look at it. Like all of our pasts and where we come from, if you look at where you were 10 years ago compared to now, you got a family, a beautiful family. Cause I love them little girls. Yo. Man. I feel like they're my nieces. Like <laughs> I look at your daughters, just like I look at my nieces. When you post photos, I've never seen two girls so happy in my entire life. They're so Ever. They're when you say that you felt a transition coming, you're starting a family, you got two girls. I respect it. You can't, you can do nothing but respect it when you see how happy they're not these dating until they're fucking 50. Huh? Bro, what? ever. They got so ever. many, they got so many uncles. So in town. I, I tell him the stories about my daughter and then I, I tell him, you know, cause mine's 13. So I kind of tell oh, him the stories. What's coming. So that keeps him in oh, check. Oh man. I'm like, thanks for the fucking hope shot, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your ass doubled down too. You got two, you got yeah, two, two girls. Oh. oh man. But I will say, man, like that, they're, they're my whole world, man, and I will do whatever it takes to God, protect them. Man. And I'm going through that right now. I've been through that already. You know, I've mm -hmm. been been through some some stuff in the last almost year. Yeah. Well, look, since 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 um, writing music might be off the table. What about writing a book? From the transition from that, God, that would be so good. Rapper to photographer, yeah, to, <laughs> no, to parent, no, no to the whole parent, thing. like yeah. just full circle. How, where it started, what transpired, just, from rhymes to frames, and you know, shit. Yeah, 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 just like autobiographical, you know, a biography. Yeah. autobiography I, I, I did ask with, would uh, buy that book. Yeah, I mean, because you obviously got a mean pen, so you could trans, <laughs> you know, you could translate that into yeah. to something, you know, in a hey, paperback. We'll see. Honestly, we'll you see. got a great, you have a phenomenal story to <laughs> yeah, tell. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Overall, yeah, like everything from beginning Anybody to end. Anybody that's listened to the music mm -hmm. already knows. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with the following, it's just just putting that out there, just putting that out there. But that's a great idea. I, I do want, I do want to say, yeah. just on behalf on behalf of a fan. At first, I was like. Nah, Rob tripping, bro. Like he was like, I'm done with music. I was like, he ain't done. But now where you are, yo, man, all Made love, sense. Yeah, respect, shit. That. So you're, you're never gonna get out of me, like Rob. You gotta get back to music, man. Fuck this picture shit. Yeah, you're never gonna get that out of me. They I always come back, 100 percent love that. <laughs> 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 it's like the Godfather. You're never gonna get that out of me. They always, but if you in. do, they always come back. I want to host that shit because yeah. I, I promise you, I will be there. Yeah. But sure. now, but now I want to yeah, grill. Yeah, who would capture the photography? Well, Skilo have to. Ski oh Skilo, yeah, Skilo oh, could be oh, DJing. He's nice well, with the camera, yeah, well, bro. Right. He's multifaceted. I want to get is. into this because yeah. I want. He's just as meticulous as I am. Right. Don't let him fucking fool I'm you. I'm telling you. That's why I can't shoot as many photos as because it's just like I just stay on it. You know, like, the I like your creativity. I like the when you uh, rev ski. Okay, so you're an ordained minister, right? How that? How did that come about? How'd you go? Okay, so I might have to become one just for shits and giggles. If anyone could become one, I'm a workaholic, right? And I saw Say an that opportunity. Again. Say I'm, that again. I'm a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, this hold is, on this one is. second, real quick. He not only reverend my wedding, but right. he was the fucking also DJ as DJ'd well. It. Oh wow, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I, I saw an opportunity to where you know I could perform the marriage ceremony as well as DJ the reception. Because they're two different beasts, and they're two different areas, or two different time frames, or two mm -hmm. different, you know, everything. Um, so I went online and I got a uh, ordained minister online a few years ago. Yes, actually, it's been probably about seven years mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, then I also became a notary just so that way there was no discrepancies, depending on like 
what denomination, same sex, it, uh, deno- whatever it was. Like I could do any wedding I wanted to. So pops, you're good for the you know, same like, sex. Yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Check and I take a lot of privilege in that too. So like I've only done probably, like I've only probably married probably 10 people overall. Um, but I think it's amazing to be able to do that experience. I think it's amazing that I could be able to do both experiences for them. Like I just did a wedding Friday at Sunken Gardens and I get nothing but compliments like, oh my God, like the ceremony, you killed that. You did amazing. The DJing did amazing. It's one thing just to be told you did great on DJing, Mm -hmm. but weddings are a whole nother beast because it's their special day. It's not a club gig. It's It's not a private affair. Like you can have small technicality errors. You can, you know, screw up here and there. Weddings, you have to be perfect, mm-hmm. and there's, there's no do overs. No, it's it's the most highest stress you can get in the DJ. Besides Absolutely. doing like arenas, it's the highest stress you can do. It's, hence why a lot of people don't do it, and it's also the reason why, generally speaking, there's usually wedding DJs and nightlife DJs. They're not the same people. They're two different things. Because um, again, weddings are over the years things have became. Less traditional, but it used to be where there wouldn't be so much mixing. It'd be more of a fade in, fade out. Like DJs had a whole nother type of DJing that they would do for their gigs versus nightclub DJing where um, you quick mix. You know, you would probably go through maybe a minute to two minutes of the song and it's on to the next one. Right. You're spending two, 300 songs a night. Weddings, you're spending 50 songs I want to hear the whole shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I found this, <laughs> this, this niche where I'm like, look, you know, these people want more of a party now. As time goes on, it's less tradition. It's more like when the reception hits, we want to have a good time. We want people dancing. And that's we when you came up with wedding scratchers? That's when I came up with wedding scratchers. Right. Which I actually, thought was creative. I enjoyed actually, that. Actually, wait a minute. H. Vidal, if you're listening to this, I know you wanted in on that, bro. <laughs> I know <laughs> oh, you. Oh, I know H. Vidal did too. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 what you got? What hold you on. Got? I'm pretty sure I coined that name. Uh-oh. Did you? Rival was the one to come up with that name. <laughs> Because right. initially we we're just talking about I'm like I really you know like a, a name. Told you the prick was me with the pen. <laughs> yeah, me with the pen. Like it was me and DJ Galaxy. I'm like I want to have a cool looking thing. Too, yeah, I mean he's been he was doing it way back in the day. He was one of the first DJs I started working with. I haven't seen him in a minute. He went the family route. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I totally respect it. Like at a certain point, like you get you got to pick something. Right. You got to pick a, a route. Ball. Yeah. So I told Rival, I'm like, you know, like I want that wedding, that wedding crashers vibe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, wedding scratchers. <laughs> yeah, so and I'm right. like, Oof. ooh, yeah. trademark the next day. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that kind of went off that, and then it's just been like, you know, crazy the weddings, but it was kind of that concept, like, have an actual DJ for your wedding, you know? And you've been DJing weddings, like people oh, book yeah. you, they'll seek you out because of the they DJ want me that to you rock. are. Yeah, they want me to rock. But they want you to rock. Oh yeah. They don't want you to be a wedding DJ. They no. want you to be Don Pablo. Right. They want me to put that do what I do. down. Yeah. So that's kind of more the route I've been because again, as time goes on, you know, people's opinions, things have become more open. You know, people are less caring about certain things. Some people are more caring about things and offended by things. So, mm. you know, that's another thing. Why I don't get a lot of, um, of the garter because people are seeing that that's offensive. And it's like, look, man. Yeah, I've, well, I've, I've had the right. past few it, weddings. It, de- it depends on, never mind. It depends on who. It's who's usually the bride's married. father that gives me something about there, that. They're like, I don't want that. that. I'm not trying to catch, period. Yeah. But that's like, it, it really depends on the family because some people are more tradition and they're not trying to see the whole quote the unquote whole, the whole garter right. experience. The whole garter experience. Yeah. But I, I get it. Which My I usually few, do the Mission Impossible theme song. Right. I've used that. Yeah, that's, you that, you know, <laughs> that makes it work. I kind of have to. I love it. But it's crazy because like over the years, it's just 
interesting how initially I started with birthdays and weddings. And then I got into the hip hop circuit. I was doing hip hop shows, very lucrative money, um, but I wasn't happy. You know, I was booking like 20 artists a night. They're all performing. They were doing their job. They were getting the ticket sales. They were getting their, their fan base there. The money was rolling in. The people were there. But I just, I just wasn't happy. I wasn't even DJing at that point. I was basically playing other people's records. And I'd have like two to five minutes to play a song or two songs. I didn't feel like I was DJing at all. Right. I was making the best money ever, more than weddings. And then, you know, at that point, you know, I just really wanted to travel and have, have a hip-hop artist. So I went through probably three or four different hip-hop artists at the time. And everyone's priorities always change. You can't, you know, give that up. But then I got Rival, mm. and that was whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we just we 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 went hard. We went we hard did. on so many different circuits: hip hop circuits, travel, traveling, um, conventions. We opened up for majors, which I never thought I would do. Granted, um, and I've been here my whole life, so you know, like. Downtown St. Pete, Ebor. I go to all these places when I was younger, and I'm like, man, I would love to DJ, like especially in Ebor. I'm like, I'd love to do that. Look at and that. Did that. And, and, and now right I'm right new existence. And, yeah, and and I'm a big firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and anything that you put out there in the universe, if you truly want it, you can fucking get it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a joke at first, and then I started putting some shit out there. I'm like, okay, I want a brunch gig. Somebody tagged in a bar manager at Cast Social. Got a brunch gig. And I'd then, lo- I love that spot. Vincent Jackson yeah. used to own that. Yes. We, we did a couple Re- radio shows there. Rest in peace. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, rest in peace. Wow. Yeah, we did. When I was with The Bone, we uh, we did a few remotes Phenomenal out there. Spot. And what a great location for you. Great location. Great. I saw the other day you posted, you have a lot of long-term relationships, which Yo, I can yes. appreciate. I got the list. Because, perfect. Right here. Because, <laughs> yeah, because pe- what people don't know is it, the DJs are, there's so many of them now that, you know, a lot of these businesses, oh, well, why would we pay that? Or every, they've. Uh, it's a revolving door. Always, always, always constant yeah. influx of traffic. So for you to maintain relationships that long, that's probably, other than your your skill set itself, that would have to be, you know, one of your greatest attributes is your Rolodex and maintaining those relationships and, and building them and, and keeping them on for that period of time. And it's all about relationships. Yep. I mean, come. It, <laughs> Dope spot, so, and so those, I, these are on different parts of t- in Tampa Bay. So, yeah, you know. and, and I apologize to my mom, but when she when I was younger, she always to tell me it's all about who who you know or who you blow. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? excuse me, I'm like, Damn I'm like, it, mom, mom. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't need anything to know about that. But as I get older, like you really do find out it is about your connections, about the relationships, mm-hmm. about. Con- Staying and maintaining those relationships. I'm just kidding. She's, she's good. No, she's doing good. She's doing good. She's doing good. She's doing good. I'm like, yo. I told him, like, mom, you were out of line for saying that. Yeah. I got to admit, you'll post something and then I'll say some wild shit on it. And, and it'll say respond. your mom has replied and I'll see the notification. I'll be like, fuck, what did I say? And she'll feed right into and that And then shit. She, what she says back is e- equal it's even worse. or worse. It's even worse. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's even yeah. worse. I'm like, Jesus Christ, mom. Oh, I could say that on here. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Being an ordained minister. Let me just say that. This man, let me, let me just say this because I don't think I don't think a lot of people know. Maybe they do, but your work ethic, insane, is second to none. Mm-hmm. You're you're you show up early and you leave late every time, every time, regardless with of the all the gear, all by himself. Even mm-hmm. I mean, there were some times with the shows like I I would ask to help. No, I got it, I got it. You want me to help me break down? We break it down, but he's always there early. I mean, that's with every single gig that we've ever done. We've always been. If I wasn't there, you were already there, right. ready, setting up. I've, I've only been, I've only missed one, one gig 
that I actually got DJ Rowan to fill in for me. It was a wedding the next day. My dad passed the night before. Oh, I remember So that. I got Henry placed me for that. And then there was a crowbar gig that my tire got flat and I was late to. And that's the only two times. But at the weddings, he's like four or five hours early. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've, done, sure. I've done a couple weddings Yo, with him. Crazy and work ethic. I mean, man. even at, even at five forty eight. Um, yeah. You, which is in Central, and you, you do to get down there. Which, yes, we've been doing that for five years now. Yeah, five years. That's so a long time. Um, well, you I, the, I would love to talk about that. Well, uh, hold on. I got the list that you posted okay. first. So let's okay, run your it. let's run your residency because that's the first one. Because you did longest tenure to newest. So you did yes. bar five four eight seven years. First chance, last chance. Five years. White Lion Ebor. Two years. Cask. About a year. Velvet Gypsy. Just started about six months ago. The Get Down. The Get Down, five years. And The Get Up. Three years. Yep. So Sinister crazy. Syndicate Crew. Seven years. <laughs> initially, okay, so initially started the Sinister Six DJs. Right. And the main thing, the concept of it was, we're all doing the same shit, why are we not helping each other? Mm -hmm. So I got three DJs from St. Pete and three, D three DJs from Tampa. The, the original was, it was me, Earl Grey, and Galaxy for St. Pete. Mm -hmm. It was Spaceship, Wally, and OP Super for Tampa, mm -hmm. which was even crazier because two of them are strictly mostly producers. Yeah. Shout out to Wally and OP. Mm -hmm. Then Keys made himself the seventh member. Mm. I recall that. Because so <laughs> nobody we, could say no to right. that. Superhuman. There are certain people like him, Ku, and there's certain people that I will name that are complete fucking beasts in this industry. Flacco. Flacco is, and we had him on the radio yep. station. Yep. You, we, you we were literally just compare. having this conversation you in the car. You can't compare. Right. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. phenomenal DJs. Strong panel. They put technicality to the most. Yep. And every single set that they do, mm -hmm. and it's never the same shit, never the same thing, and that's why I respect... Um, also, shout out to ODS because that's that's our DJ heaven. Damn right. Um, so that's where I go to get inspiration. So that's where I go. Oh, we got Tom coming up next, don't we? Tom's next. I hope so. Next week. With Tom from Famous Crowbar? Yeah, yeah, to George, hopefully. Yeah, that's we cool. hope so. Happy We've been trying birthday to get him too, in. Tom. Happy that birthday. is the busiest man in Tampa Bay. Like, Well, not only that, he's fighting a cause, too, for Tampa. So because he backs they wanna, they locals so loyal. hard. Right. Loyal. And and now with the new legislation and, and them wanting to you know slap a noise ordinance on the area, you know, he's out fighting that war for, you know, which is also current news because they actually just changed the sound ordinance. I think it changed in six months for Ebor mm -hmm. to where it's basically no outside noise after midnight. That's trash. That's um, they did do that. So it did go it, through. It went through, but they're giving time for people to put other suggestions and to to remedy it. Or Remedy compromise? Tom, or, right, yeah. but and I think Tom is at the head of that too. Like I think he and some other people are trying because I mean you're talking about ODS as well. Like that's yeah. a that's a patio vibe. <sighs> you're gonna cut that is. off at midnight and have everyone go inside. Like that's it's just only crazy a matter talk. of time before it happens here. And too. mind you, this has been an entertainment district since I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I've been here my whole life. Like Ebor, downtown St. Pete. Downtown St. Pete has changed a lot. Oh my! But Just in the thirteen years I've been here, I've seen it. Yeah, but I mean, as far as nightlife central, yeah. like Ebor has always been that. So if you move in to these certain type of areas, you should know exactly you know what, what you're type getting of into. area yep, you're it. getting into. I say this all the time. You can't move by an airport and bitch about the planes being loud. Precisely. Like go go fuck yourself. But you need to do your, like you need they do your got research. The money where yeah, they well, can. No, go check it out. Well, you know? yeah. there's an establishment that I work at downtown, and we mentioned this, I believe, on one of the we other. We won't name any names. And. <laughs> where, where where we were, uh, there's a building right behind it which came up after the establishment. Mm -hmm. So the establishment's been there, this building goes up, and then they want to start 
complain about the sound. Well, right as you walk on your porch, you see what's down there. You chose to move there. You, you chose. Come in, and even if we're staying below the decibels, they still bitch. Now we're look, we look like we're a nuisance. Even though it says you need to be below 65 decibels, you're below them. They're still complaining. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's always an issue. And one day the Grand Prix, this, oh, I love this part. I lived by Tyrone at the time. The Grand Prix was going on. Cops literally came upstairs. I'm like, please tell me you're here to tell me I'm too loud. They're like, that's exactly why we're here. I'm like, the Grand Prix is well, directly downstairs. Speeding by, which I'm is, like, I live 20 minutes weeks. away. I can hear the cars. So what you're telling me is I'm too loud? Really? Right. There's a fucking race going on downstairs. <laughs> we all know what the Grand Prix sounds like. No yeah. doubt. And, and, you know, so it's like it's it's going to put a major damper because now it's like there's a shift. It's, it's going to be less entertainment. It's going to be, you know, pretty much 80% natives, 10% entertainment, and then they're going to control the entertainment where – Nothing past midnight, and they're still going to bitch. Right. I live on the other side of 34th, um, close to downtown. I live like five minutes from downtown. I can hear the Grand Prix from my house. Oh, I bet. So I and that, and, and see, it's, it's just it's on an yeah. uneven playing field. But no matter what happens, the main thing is that we always adapt. We overcome. We we go with the with the rolling, you know, Yeah, what, what, what happens with something like ODS? Do you completely relocate? Do you do it somewhere else? Like, that, no. we need to get they him can. on the show. I mean, I, I just feel like that would move inside, but then the element would be lost because you have all those B-boys and stuff outside, break dancing, having that. a good time. You, you have the vendors. That. You have the food. It's, it's, a, full, it's a full experience. Yeah, it's that, a full experience. It's a full experience. I feel like it will be changed because enough businesses are going to be like, I mean, it, we're Ebor pulls in a lot. We know how much yeah. those yeah. make. Oh we know God. how much money those owners make. It's a major revenue. Um, major revenue. They're not going to stop that. Luckily, Crowbar isn't 100% an outside venue. So even if they do make it move it inside, it'll still, right, but it's still, it'll part still of the succeed. Experience. But a lot right. of that experience is, in fact, being outside. Damn right. So, right. And then the, the one spot, the first chance, last chance that I DJ at, I've been doing that for about five years. That's got an outside courtyard. Right. That's one of my favorite places. I love to be that little spot out too. Of everywhere. I love so that outside courtyard. courtyard. You know, and it's completely almost, it's, it's an outside courtyard, but it's completely enclosed in. So it almost has that like New York feel yeah, to like it. Yeah. Like you're in the village or in, yeah. yeah, like a little courtyard. And I'm like, this is, it's got like a rooftop so, feel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. refreshing. Yeah. So cool. Um, so hopefully it's, that stuff doesn't change, but again, like going back to what I was saying, like I never thought my slightest like dreams that I would be in this type of scenario, but it's crazy now becoming older. I'm finally where I want to be. And now my goals are elsewhere. Well, I mean, that's how it's well, <laughs> that's I mean, supposed to be. I'm like, I don't want to That's be what we just E-bor. got done talking about with Rob. I'm like, <laughs> like you know, you I'm, I'm getting know. older, like the nightlife. Like I, I love my brunch gigs. I love all my gigs. Um, but what I would love to shift to more professional weddings, more daytime, more beach gigs, more stuff like that. Absolutely. And that stuff's happening. Like I have all that in the queue. Um, hopefully Buc- I get, hopefully I can start announcing gig. all this stuff soon. We'll What's see. your bucket list mm-hmm. gig? Not, not in Tampa. We'll see when blaze makes that official announcement. I'm I'm ready for it. I knew uh, I knew it was coming. What's what's Skilo's sure. uh, bucket list? Uh, my bucket gig. list. Like what's your, oh my God, I finally am where I, where I wanted to be. Um, honestly, your, uh, one of my bucket lists was, was Janice live mm-hmm. and we knocked that out and we performed for thousands of people. I never thought that yeah. a state theater when it was state theater. Um, I opened up shout to infinite skills. We talked about them earlier. Yep. He got me in to open Everything. up for the ghetto boys. Mm-hmm. The ghetto boys DJ didn't show up. <clears throat> so Scarface comes up to me. Hey, you want to DJ our set? Damn right. No hesitation. I'm like, yes. Was I? I mean, this is this is like three years into me like DJing publicly. I'm like, okay. They gave me the whole set down from. 
I mean, down to the point of like, okay, you're going to scratch out of this song at 1.33 minutes. You're going to go in and you're going to transition to this song at two and a half minutes. You're going to give us about five minutes of leeway. You're going to go. The whole theme was written down. I knocked that out clockwork. I mean, it was pressure, you know? First, salute to them for having that ready because- most artists barely yeah. even get no, their music No, because you're putting in. it in the DJ's hands. Like, yeah. you think your DJ, and their DJ didn't show up, and they literally like, like, this is how it's going to go. And it was even crazier, because at that time, they were all, they weren't all too happy with each other, so there was a lot of things backstage that I saw. Um, but I never thought I would open up for a major, nonetheless, DJ for a major, mm-hmm. then get to sit down and have conversation with Scarface, just me and him. And I'm like, this is this is why I wanted to DJ. It's like the whole thing that made me want to DJ was Run DMC, Beastie Boys, Jam Master J, Mix Master Mike, mm-hmm. like Grandmaster Flash. Like these are all the people like Damn old right. school hip hop. So another reason why I, you know levitated to Rob because we were doing a lot of old school hip hop gigs. Yeah. We were getting all those old school hip hop gigs, yep. and the fact that I got to be able to do exactly what I wanted with the genre is amazing. So I'm I'm really happy about where everything's panned out. But again, it's constantly about molding and trying to get yourself situated for the next step. And because things constantly change. Every year's different. We learned that from COVID last year. Mm. I lost like pretty much all my gigs last year. All my weddings, all my nightlife, gone. Oh yeah. All because of COVID. And it's like, look, you know, that stuff can happen at any time, any place, anywhere. So that's just something you always gotta be prepared for. But didn't really come to my mind till just Recent? Last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know, I know you got the big birthday plans coming up. And you're about to, uh, uh, yes, you about to hit South Beach real hard. South Beach, yeah. I, I gave a couple recommendations. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I I'm gonna stop by live and put my resume in. You know, just stop a few places. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, there you, you go. Know. But talk, like, just just like we just asked Rob, what as far as uh, music influence and uh, artists that influenced you, who's who's a couple of your top five? Well, going back to we were talking about hip hop artists, right? Yeah. So I can name my top hip hop, you know, my top hip hop oh, artists. Okay. okay. I already know. Um, LL Cool J, LL Cool J, LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> He's the baddest motherfucker alive, and he will battle and destroy anyone. I already knew that <laughs> was his answer. This. I already knew. That's we we got to talk about well, that. I didn't know his answer. I, I was we got to talk about that show. He's supposed to be coming uh, to Orlando in March. Yeah, we're, for Mardi we're, Gras. We were throwing out there talking mm. about going to that. I think it's uh, March 5th. I feel like that might have been a date. I don't know. And I, and I joke like, yeah. about it, but he really is my favorite hip hop artist yeah. of all time. Consistency. I mean, all his records. I mean, he did stuff. I mean, he was hardcore. He did stuff for the ladies. He could battle rap anyone. Like the dude was completely versatile. And he's got a new album coming out allegedly. And then so he became an actor and stuff like. And that's another reason why I like Jamie Fox. Yeah. Jamie Fox is one of my favorite musicians overall, but not because he's a musician. Because he's a comedian. He is an actor. You're doing everything. That's kind of like me. Like I'm a jack of all trades. Like you nowadays in 2022, you can't do just one thing. Yeah, you can't. It's not gonna sustain you. We're talking. We're sitting across from two people where it's like, what do you not do? Right. Because yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's right. so many different angles towards these two fellas. Now I gotta ask you: Do we do we want to get into some wild topics or not? Nah? Yes. Uh, sure. All right. So in the past, we've asked people. And we, we even dragged Jason into this a couple times, who's our sound guy. We always ask people, we've talked about hip hop. It's been hip-hop. a while since we did this one. We've talked about hip hop, obviously. So as far as what we call quote unquote white people turn up tracks. Now, a white person turn up, turn up track that we consider would be like a journey mm-hmm. or queen. like a queen. What is your white people turn up track, Rob? 
Oh, give me a second. It's <laughs> a hard question, right? Because I know mine might be Journey and some ACDC. Mine's play that funky music, white boy. I just, <laughs> I just put my hands up. I'm like, that's me. Yeah. I'm like, I put it on. I'm like, yeah. you know that you know the words of this song. That's I'm just you know. I can see DJ. that. Hilarious. Quiet riot, bang your head. No, no shit. way. Riot. That's a good Damn, one. Now that wow. we haven't heard that's, that. We one haven't heard that yet. Danzig mother. Oh, I'll oh, go crazy with that. I'll, oh wow. I, okay. My skin just crawled. <laughs> yeah. yeah bro. Okay. Wow. See now those are original <laughs> selections yeah. God, because we, we've had a couple where it's just like that's, that's good. <laughs> those were good yeah, picks. I mean, those were good picks. Fuck. I I what what was it? Suicidal tendencies. Love them. Love. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Now mommy. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, any like the the system of a downs where they were like their single hits. Yo, you want to talk about a dude riding down the street in a do rag? But like, talking actually, about, like that's yeah. <laughs> wait, you will have a nose. Wait, how's it go, dude? Yeah. Like talking like windows down, <laughs> sunroof open, do rag. Hey, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> By the way, if you, if you want to hear that, that's the type of stuff I play Sunday nights at Every first chance, last chance. I'm just I'm just throwing out there. It gets a little emo, Mic and drop. that's my emo night, and so, we just yeah, fucking go I into it. The reason I know that, I mean. You know, I come. I'm, I was born in '76. Right? You know what I'm like, saying? Like, uh, but I grew up skateboarding, so yeah. like, I listened to a lot of different punk stuff and and you know all that kind of music growing up, skater music and stuff like that. So, I mean, speaking of backgrounds that were surprising, I seem to remember somebody hitting a couple b-boy moves at a couple hip-hop shows yeah. as well. Oh, I well. used to b-boy. I used Yo, to b-boy. Yeah. Name a time at a show where Rob hasn't surprised you with some shit. random off-wall shit talent that you didn't know. <laughs> um, I don't know the names of. The, the 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 you know the moves yeah but I feel like one was like a windmill yeah he did a he did like <laughs> I think it was one on a windmill where he just You're I mean hilarious. he did like a bat he was doing like some top rock and I was like Rob what are you doing he was like oh yeah I used to be boy no no you like know no, no, part, I feel like the album release party was when you started breaking that out didn't, yeah because the the Zulu Kings were there and then you yes. did it did you do it at a uh, Fubu Foo Bar as well, Foo Bar as well. Fubu. I think you did it at Foo Bar. Was the first time I oh, saw. Oh, it was for us by us. I could tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really for us by us. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw you like top rock. I was like, can he be boy? You yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's a little nothing. You like, you already know. I, I, I did I my like, thing, bro. <laughs> you wouldn't be, and he hit it like Who knew? all Who knew? perfect, multi talented. The next doing day that I talked no to him though, though, and you know, yeah, 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 multi talented. So all right, so I got to ask Joey because Joey's. Joey's always always has a and couple Skilo, residencies. Skilo and is uh, Joey for got, those who don't know. Yeah, Skilo, yeah I, lost my, got, I lost my Denny a long time ago. I yeah, we, call him Joey. we go by first names here. We're fam. Um, we go by the government. Um, at your residencies, <laughs> what is, without giving anything too crazy uh, that will fuck up money, but what's the wildest thing you've seen at like a residency or a get down? Like you've seen, because we've been to a get down where a homeless dude was selling some art outside. <laughs> Which was an amazing photo I recall that you took. <laughs> and and 548 still uses that photo, so really? hopefully they credit you on that. Yeah. Oh. With the guy doing the art yeah. outside. Who yeah. is literally at the guitar um, every month. I've seen so much in my life <laughs> downtown downtown St. Pete is where it's you eventful. See the most. Yeah, it's eventful. It's probably where you see the most. Yeah, I agree. Ebor you see most of the like completely drunk like shit shows pass out on the street, whatnot. St. Pete though, you'll see the most entertainment <laughs> <laughs> entertainment is that the best way of putting it sure yeah um no nah, there's nothing i can say publicly yeah it's it's there's i gotta I can, say for the get up and I, the get down where's where's the get up now you moved it it's yes okay so we've been doing a, a dj jam session um every month in tampa called the get up that's at velvet gypsy now 
Um, and then every third Thursday, which is the longest running one, is a bar 548, which is also the longest time frame because that usually goes from 8 o'clock at night till 3 o'clock in the morning. And every 30 minutes, a different DJ hops off and then another one hops on. The coolest part about these gigs was when I went in, I talked to the owner of the venue. I said, give me your slowest night. But you can't say anything about what we play. You let the DJs play whatever they want. And I promise you, they'll give you the best sets ever. And that was the premise we went into. Like, so he's like, all right, Thursday nights, that's the slowest night. You can have it. Um, and just since then, like, I've probably met the majority of my DJ crew, my friends and people through that. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, it's been, when I started DJing, when I came out, there was a lot of veterans and stuff like that, that just, there's a lot of DJs in the area. So when you're a veteran DJ and you see someone new, you know, starting out, you generally kind of have this off puttish vibe to them because again, it's your livelihood. So I understood it, but no one would give me the time of day. No one. So I'm like, all right, well, I know how it feels. So what if I gave a stage to other DJs who may not even have performed before or that may have only played on CDJs or controllers and never used turntables? Tonight's the night that you're going to learn. Tonight's the night that you're going to watch. Tonight's the night that you're going to see how other people transition, what songs they select, what techniques they use. That way you can kind of get more familiar with, you know, what's going on. And you can have something on your belt, like a notch on your belt saying, hey, I DJed here. Mm -hmm. Um and then over the years, it just became like this, this, this beast of DJs coming out. And it's been some of the best sets I've seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> likewise, um, likewise. Entire, sure. I mean, even the last one was fire. Like the DJs that are coming out now basically have something to prove. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, March 3rd at the Get Up at Velvet Gypsy, um, DJ Matt Dodge will be doing a battle with DJ Tony. I saw that. Uh, it will be Eminem a versus, versus vibe. Eminem versus Jay Z. <laughs> Eminem versus Jay Z. It started out as a controversial debate that kind of got a little too heated to where it became a DJ battle. This is the shit I live for. Yeah. This is the shit that I want to see. Well, and at the last, the last get down, uh, Matt Dodge was there. He's an animal. And Tony was there. Matt, yeah, both, uh, both, both, animals. Uh, both animals. And this guy and, DJ Don Pablo DJ as well. <laughs> so All I, three animals. I, I did two sets. Killed it. All yeah, and, yeah and he did two sets. Yeah, thank you for that too, because they were making me it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh fuck that, I'm going back on. So, uh, but um, Matt's going to throw together something creative. I see it coming. And Tony had some creative mixes too. So Tony goes to really hard. Matt Dodge is one of the most creative individuals mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Um, especially because he's now been doing a few battles to where he curates those crates specific oh, to the battle. Yeah, he creates crates specific for the get down and the and the get up mm -hmm. as if it's like as DMC. if it's a battle. Yeah, yeah. As, this is a DMC battle, and I keep telling the DJs like, look, like this is a networking night. You don't have to go that hard. Sure. <laughs> also, shout out to DJ Dread. He's also somebody that just yep. fire. <sighs> I like, dude, like seriously, it's a night off. You don't have to go so hard. We're just chilling. But these <laughs> DJs go so amazingly into left field. Um, also, I want to shout out DJ Fuji. He is one of the most open format DJs I know. Fuji! He is somebody that can go from uh, Gucci Man to the Arithmetics to uh, Aerosmith to, <laughs> to Ja Rule to, I mean, he can go, he can go change any genre like that. Yeah, he's quick. And... The places he goes is just I've never seen someone more open format than that. Um, a lot of these people and places and things make me excited to DJ and make it really cool for entertainment and for music because I feel like we're losing all that as time goes on. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I was just I was telling you about two weeks ago. I took a night off, which I never take a Saturday night off. Did that in 10 years. and I went to a couple of venues, a couple of venues. The DJs were red hot. Shout out to DJ Ketone. 
Mm. Sagon Blonde. Ketone mm. is so underrated as far as supporting the community and just amazing. Just where he's come from to where he is now. Right. It's like you literally got to watch that development from we just, gotta, just we showing gotta get up to him the get down Please to being do. to Shepherds. He was to actually being in his he was actually just, one of my students. I yeah. was, I, I taught him to, amazing talent. Amazing person, oh. which is usually those two things. Like you got the talented assholes, right? Or you got the people that are not talented. Nah, that, he's down to earth. He's humble. but he is one of the amazing people. So I saw him first. He killed it. So shout out to him. He's another marksman, just like you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah but he got, yeah, but he got like six kids. So. Yeah. I, uh, I just no, he, even pull out of he a. He has a very lot, full boy. family. He is very blessed. Yeah. He has very good. And they're seat. all. Well, awesome. and you know what? I got. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to shout him out. Even. Um, you know, when he gets here, we're going to talk about that too. But for him to, anyone knows leaving a corporate gig and then working for yourself is, it's scary. You and know, with a family. Oh, absolutely. A dependent family, Yeah, yes. especially that many. For me, it was, you know, I have a dog. You know, he'll be easy to feed. You know, six kids, whole different thing. You know, so, you know, big up to anyone that, that you know, leaves that and decides to become an entrepreneur. And he's done it successfully and seamlessly. So, uh, absolutely that stunner. for that. Yeah. So then I went a couple of doors down. I'm not going to name any facilities. Um <laughs> And there's two DJs, I, you know, and I, I'm very accustomed to all the DJs in the area. And there's two DJs I've never seen. And one thing about being a DJ, there's a curse. When you go out, it's called the DJ ear. So mm -hmm. when you go out and you're trying to enjoy yourself, you really can't enjoy yourself unless there's a stellar DJ on point or it's just jukebox or whatever because you're critiquing it or yep. you're seeing how you could do better. Yeah. Um, and at this place, the DJs were literally letting the tracks run out completely. No mixing. This is for hours at a time. Every uh, single track. Painful. It was a full place. It was completely smashed. No one cared. Wow. No one cared. Jesus. Not, not, one, not one person. And so that's the sad part is the society we're in today is that people are just looking for a good time. Like they really don't. A lot of the art is kind of removed. Nah, we'll, it, we'll keep it alive. But that's you know, just, but, just with hip hop in but general. When you lately, see though, something like, that's legitimate, the art is gone. Then there's that appreciation because I have people all tend to come up to me, come up to you, come up to you know, especially at the get down of the get up. I hear compliments every single DJ, every single person, and these are bartenders that have worked in the scene for 10, 20 years at every single bar, every single place. Bartenders know their shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is yep. one thing I will tell you that. Maybe not managers and, and owners, we'll tell you. but bartenders, <laughs> bartenders know their shit. Yeah. Um, so you can always feed and guide yourself off them. But when they're telling you things are good, things are good. Hell yeah. So, you know, that's why I take a lot of pride in. So no matter which avenue or route I go, I will always keep the get down and the get up going uh, for the culture, for new DJs, for old DJs, for whoever wants to come and jam. It's open tables, so you know it's 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 there, and it's yeah. gonna keep going because I don't plan on stopping. Now let's let's drop so. your socials so the audience has your. Yeah, socials. okay. So all my socials is DJ spelled out. So for those that don't know how to spell DJ, because God bless you, D and J, um, <laughs> D E E J A Y. That's how we did it back in the old days, um, and it's Skilo with two E's, S K E E L O W, and that's on Instagram, Facebook. I mean, you can find me everywhere. It just depends on what type of vibe you're looking for. Facebook, you can see where my gigs are. You can see my personal thoughts, my rants, my everything. They're all professional. They're all positive, I promise. Can they find you for weddings and other gigs there too? Uh, yes. I also have a company, Endless Entertainment. You can find that on the social media. Um, I also work for Tampa Wedding Pros. Uh, shout out to DJ JT Radio. Um, JT, what up? What up, what up? Th there is a few DJs that I have a lot of respect for because of how much they work. DJ Matt Dodge, DJ JT Radio. These guys have the most gigs. Always busy. Out of everyone. 
G- um, JT will be doing three gigs in one night, and then by 8 a.m. the next day, you'll go on Facebook, and he'll be like, hey, I'm doing car tent. Anybody need car tent? I'm coming to your house. <laughs> right. And I'm like, when do you sleep, bro? Like, and, he, and I was doing three gigs sleep. for the longest, and I promised myself I can't do it anymore. Like, there, it gets to the point where, I mean, it, it is a lot. I mean, you got to figure, you know, set up, breakdown, travel, um, technical difficulties, making sure everything's on point, make sure the sound sounds good. Mm-hmm. And you're going to three different locations in one day. Like, God damn, like that's a fucking lot. That's a lot. Been there. A lot. You know, and, and, and we're blessed now, especially with, with things coming back up with COVID to where <laughs> all my friends are working right now. And to me, not only that I'm working, but to see all my people working, that there's nothing better because we're all getting money. There's enough money for everyone. And that's why I always tell people, um, cause again, DJing still gets dog eats dog. You know, we still have some. Well, you got you got a decent sized crew now. How many people are in the syndicate now? Uh, thirteen. Wow. You know, double in size, man. Like thirteen. And I want to name everyone, but I always forget somebody. So I just hate to do it. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to DJ Danny Vintage. Oh Christ! That's one of that's that's old history at this table. Yep. Um, shout out to him. Yeah, it's been my really close episodes. Um, the first lady, DJ Shannon C. Shannon. Um, an amazing DJ. She is one of the best. Don't ask her because she won't tell you that. No, she won't. <laughs> but she is one of the best. She will not. She is one of the best. Um, I already mentioned a few of the other ones. Um, you know, also I wanted to talk about DJ Dez, mm-hmm. DJ Fuji. Shout um, out to the DJ plug. The yeah, the DJ plug. If you're ever looking for DJ equipment or stuff like that, he does all the DJ rentals. He does all the DJ equipment. He will take Guitar Center and Sam Ash by the storm. Like that's my guy. Dez, um, I need a new mic, man. Yeah, that that's our guy. I mean, literally, I'll be at a gig and I don't have a wire. That's who you call. Oh, and please. He will, he will come and deliver. I was at McDinton's in Soho and I forgot my needles in my vinyl. This prick Ubered him to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy, he he goes, will do it. Is this for you? I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so by I mean, all means necessary. That's what plugs um, do. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> DJ JV, I don't want to forget him. Um, DJ Hurley, great producer. He's actually international. He lives in Switzerland. International. Um, Foundation too. He's in um he's in Japan. And and actually we worked really well because he was somebody I really related to because he had Foundation as an artist and I had Rival as an artist. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like that was yeah, we were all two too. strong yeah. found foundations, two strong crews, teams. You know, I, I did a show with Harley um, and he just came with his own set and a DJ bailed on us for uh the for the main gig for the main act i wish i should say and he was supposed to be the second act to perform not only did he kill his set where he was drumming and making beats live and then scratching it but he also covered my headliner set as well no listen to their music before their set learned it real quick and then scratched it live for their set very talented while staying yeah. in he's extremely he's the only person i ever seen come out with a full dj equipment drum pad the drum pads and a guitar. Right. Yep. And will nail all three. And he will literally play every instrument in his set. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Like, that is a musician. Super humble, too. Yeah. Finest, super humble. Nice guy. Constantly when you say you killed it, he's t- and he's so soft-spoken, you'll be like, Hurley, man, that was fucking crazy. He'll be like, oh, man, I, I really appreciate it. You know, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just try to do what I can. I just love music. And thank With a big you. smile. And then he'll turn it to you and be like, no, but thank you. And you're just like, I didn't do shit. Like, you. <laughs> like that was all you. <laughs> I didn't do shit. Um, Earl Gray in Tennessee. Yeah, I want to shout out Earl man. Gray. He, he was an old school St. Pete person, so he mm-hmm. was... Very well connected in St. Pete. And memeologist. He's that dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah. A, he's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious. He's, he's, yeah, his, his, 
Um, anytime in Tennessee, I go and visit him. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Just <laughs> How to often are you time. in Tennessee? I, uh, I'm going to probably go again <laughs> just to see him. Just to go see him. Yeah, we, yeah, we have wild nights. I well, ain't going to lie. We got to wrap this up. We went up. Uh, we went We went, went a little over. We went, um, we went hard. That's all right, it's man. All family, it was, you know. Damn right. It's good stuff. Yeah. And we'll talk about Key West off air. So let's yeah. let's drop the socials one more time. You want to drop yours real quick again? Okay, so yeah, DJ spelt out D-E-E-J-A-Y, and then Skeela with two E's, S-K-E-E-L-O-W. Um, also D-J, and then Skeelo.com. That's the main site. Um, EndlessEntertain.com. That's the more professional. That's the inter- uh, the entertainment wedding type of stuff. Um, Tampa Wedding Pros. That is a combined effort in the area. And then Sinister Seneca Crew. I got that tatted on me for a reason. So Is it, is it leg? It's leg. leg. Yeah, see, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I got, <laughs> I the, lo- like, I got the logo it. tatted on me. Shout out, Brad Bellamo. Shout out, you never seen my tattoo? No, bro. You never seen that? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, we ain't going to get a tattoo. This man's got <laughs> fresh ink all over him. I'm about to go to his guy because the uh, whole sleeve is ill. But uh, that, that's my socials. What about you, bro? Yeah, uh... On Instagram, it's Rob underscore Palo, P-A-L-O underscore photography, and RobPalo.com. Do you want to give a shout-out to the daytime gig, too? Because you guys do great work. Please. Straight I appreciate Please that. Do. Uh, it's uh, Palo, uh, R&R Palo Enterprises, LLC. Tell them what you do real quick. Uh, I do auto body. Like, if you got an accident, I would fix it. I'm not a mechanic. It's body and paint. And I want to I want to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Rachel. Watching the kids, right? Yeah. Now. Well, just she's she's, she's just been foundation. she's just been really yeah. really good. Behind and every great man stands. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a great woman. Next For to real. next to the great man yeah. stands a great woman. Absolutely. I'm not gonna say behind. I'm gonna say right next to you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and clap it up for Rachel. Yeah. 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 Thank you, baby. Stepped up in a Thank big you, way. Shout out hope, to Rachel. I hope you hear this. And uh, shout out to all my people on Instagram and, and all my people that follow me and support me, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you very much. And thank you guys for having me. Hell I'm, yeah. I'm yes, thank you. We love you. Thank you. Know you. That. Yeah, I, I do. And I love you guys too, man. Thank you. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta say before we end this real quick, there was a show uh, a while ago. I don't know if you remember. There was an Ada Bay show. And I came to that show to support and watch because there was a bunch of artists that were performing. And you came to me before that show and you were like, yo, man, the host bailed. You want to host? And I'm like wearing like shorts and shit. You know me, I rock the tall socks. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and you were like, so uh, he goes, yes. yeah, I need you to host. So I ran to the car. I changed in the car because I'm a little sketchy. I keep a change of clothes in the car. And I ended up hosting that show. And at first I was like, no. And I ended up saying, yes, I hosted that show. It was Ada Bay. It was you, Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, was, who else was there? Oh, President Day. We had a couple other artists from out of town. And that was one of the Probably best Shred, Big Red. Yeah, 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 the Atlanta people, right? Yeah. Um, Bay. Yeah. Oh, what's I was his name? Mike Joe Sick. Stu. Joe Stu, Mike Sick. A bunch of people were there. Nasty. And Nasty. I got to say, from every show that I've ever done with you two, nothing but professionalism. I 100% expect that in the future. And thank you all for what you do on the doing the bay whether it's from a dj standpoint an artist and or photographer <laughs> aspect also pops as well i give him a shout out as well thank you thank all three of you for what you do for the bay it's a lot of changes going on and somehow you guys tend to adapt so shout out to all three of you respect and respect from us all day respect. and, and shout out to paz respect. bro thank you for still rocking man <laughs> yeah, there's only you know you already know uh, i love what i do man Dude, you want to talk about you want to talk about can't take a compliment after ODS, man? I was like, yo, you killed that shit. He was like, fuck you, all the way across the bridge. Fuck you, no, I didn't. <laughs> killed it. Uh, it was a good. Time. Nobody, nobody will is bad at taking a compliment than the people in this mm. room. Right yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. We all have to speak on each other's behalf. Yeah. We will not do it because none of us will take it. But on behalf Appreciate of Talking Schmutz, on behalf on behalf of uh, Jason and Radio Influence, thank you both for coming. 
You want to go ahead and kick us out? Hold on one second. Uh-oh. I love you, Chloe. I love you, Summer. Hope the you hear girls. this. <laughs> I thought he was going to spit a rhyme real quick. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Let's make it care. I know. We're not going to do that. I know. Shout out to all fam. We love y'all. Yep. Uh, well, this is another episode of Talking Schmutz. Peace. God bless. We'll see you soon. We're out. Ciao. Later. Peace.